Hey Seattle hockey fans, it was a great weekend for Oliver Bjorkstrand and of course the Seattle Kraken fan base as part of the 2024 NHL All-Star Weekend. That being said, I definitely have some hot takes that I want to share on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hockey fans, so as you can see, for those watching on YouTube, I am uh, about to depart Toronto. It's been an amazing trip. I had a great time. Thank you so much to Destination Toronto for including me in your press tour and your first press trip of the tw- of 2024. And it coincided with the NHL All-Star Weekend, which was amazing. Uh, but about NHL All-Star Game. Team Matthews wins, unfortunately. Uh, we did not see Team McKinnon, a.k.a. Oliver's team, advance. But, um, yeah, Austin Matthews was named the MVP of the All-Star Game. And I was kind of like, but was he? I don't even know if he was the MVP on his own team. You had actually at least three players, um, including Forsberg, who would have been from an eye test, my personal MVP. I just think he had, as Dave Haxtell always likes to say, timely plays, right goals at the right time. But uh, actually, you had Debrinkit had three goals and three assists, and Barzal had one goal, five assists. So both of them had six points. Forsberg had five points. And, you know, Austin Matthews had four points. <laughs> I think three goals is pretty, pretty nice. Three goals in two games, six points in two games for, again, Debrinket and Barzal. So I would have liked to see Alex and, and, and uh, Matt get a little bit more respect. I think Philip also played a great game. But uh, that's kind of my gripe with how the NHL All-Star game is portrayed. Not exclusively the NHL All-Star game. All-Star games want to focus on All-Stars. But let's keep it real. Not all all all-stars, at least in the eyes of the league, are created equal. Hello. You saw how they treated Al- Oliver Bjorkstrand this year. And then I also saw that there was some rumor popping on Twitter that, you know, Philip, or excuse me, um, Oliver maybe wasn't supposed to be picked last, or at least it wasn't consensus among his team on Team McKinnon. And then, I don't know. So, I don't know. It's just strange. It's a popularity contest at the end of the day, and it became evidently clear. Some things that I'll say on the show maybe throughout the week and some that I'm not going to, but nobody really cares much about the Seattle Kraken. Are we surprised? Probably not, but it's unfortunate, especially because, hey, our guys show up. They get the work done. So anyway... I have a little bit of a gripe with that. I don't think Austin Matthews was the MVP, but I wasn't in the press box, so I don't know if they asked all media to vote and stuff like that. I was hanging out with Destination Toronto, living the sweet life, as you might have seen on social media. But um, ah, I would have liked to see them just be a little more innovative. I, I think that they try to like um, script fun which is literally not what anyone watches an all-star game for. You want the guys to have fun. Even Ali, you'll hear from him in the next segment. He talked about, you know, he was really going out there, going after it, trying to win. 
me personally, I do like watching all-star games being the best players, arguably the best players at this time in the league playing at their best and really going after it. That's why I like the one-on-one part of the skills competition. I thought it was fast paced. So, you know, the guys had a time limit. They really uh, wanted to try and get as many shots up as possible. And so the goaltenders, you know, it was like a drill. It was like a, you know, I, I liked that. That was my favorite by far. Some of the other stuff I think is just kind of cheesy. The commentary between, it definitely doesn't read well in arena. This is the second All-Star Weekend that I've been to in person for the NHL. And it just never translates in person. I don't know what it looked like on TV. I've heard not so great reviews, but I, I think there's got to be a better way. I'd love to see them get more innovative with getting celebrities involved. I know there was a creator skate that was actually outside at um, Nathan Phillips Square. I think I said center the other day. Anyway, Nathan Phillips Square. It, it's probably a square. Like it's it's an outside area, a.k.a. a square. I'm sorry to the Torontonians if I'm saying it wrong, but um, right outside the hotel, there's an outdoor rink. And I thought that was a lot of fun. They did some judging and, you know, there were people that are just hockey loving people from all over the world, all over the, the all over North America and bringing their unique skill set to something that we all love, which is hockey. And for some people specifically the NHL. So I think there are ways that we can improve the NHL all-star weekend. I also was disappointed that in the schedule for the NHL all-star festivities, they didn't mention anything about the pride cup. There was the inaugural Pride Cup, um, and I actually have some interviews that I'm going to be doing, um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But not only did they have a Pride Cup, the inaugural one, uh, like the commissioner was there, Kim Davis was there, Patrick Burke was there. It was well attended by the higher-ups, but the only reason I even knew about that is because I had a schedule of events where PWHL players were going to be involved, which uh, is a whole nother thing. I'm not going to get into that rant right now and on on today's episode and probably i'll save that over for black rosie media and my women's hockey coverage or even for the locked on nhl women's hockey spotlight which i'm trying to expand by the way so if you're not already supporting the women's hockey spotlight please do but i'll be doing more stuff with youtube shorts and covering the pwhl that way anyway i have a lot of thoughts and you know, I, I'm curious to see if and when Seattle gets to host an NHL All-Star Weekend, if there'll be ways to lean into Seattle culture a little bit more and really make it something special. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, I had that interview with Steve Mayer, who is the chief uh, content officer over at the NHL, and he seems pretty excited and pretty confident that the NHL is going to consider Seattle for one of their, whether it's stadium series, all-star. And then of course we'll have to see how the team does. And if they can host um, a playoff series, like a Stanley cup series or even Western conference final, but that all depends on how the team does. And in the next segment, I'm going to get you over to um, Oliver Bjergstrand, excuse me. And what he told us post game after team McKinnon fell to team McDavid. He talked a lot again about the Olympics. He repeated a lot of what he said on Thursday, which actually I'm grateful for, because as you know, if you listen every day and if you're an OG, the audio just wasn't great for Thursday. So I'm glad that the audio is a little bit better, hopefully a little bit better. And uh, you can hear some of his insights about being one of the few Danish players to play in the NHL all-star game, his thoughts about, uh, 
NHL players getting the green light to participate in the Olympics. And of course, how the Seattle Kraken will fare in the next part of the season. All that's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken brought to you by our friends at Sleeper. Now we know that the Seattle Kraken are already halfway through their schedule, but regardless of where the Seattle Kraken are in the standings, I want to remind you that you can win big while playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official fantasy app, daily fantasy app of the Locked on NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice because for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey, uh, with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Now, they don't only have hockey. You can also um, participate in daily fantasy for the NFL, MLB, NBA, college football, and so much more right on Sleeper. And all you have to do with Sleeper is pick whether studs like Oliver Bjorkstrand or even Dabrinkit, Barzal, or yeah, sure, Matthews will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and so much more. To win 100x your bet on sleeper, you have to get eight player predictions correct. So correctly predict goals for Bjorkstrand, assists for Barzal. Again, he had five in the All-Star game alone. And on and on. Saves for Joey Decord. You can win 100 times your money playing daily daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper, so start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Remember that terms and condition, conditions for Sleeper apply, but use promo code LOCKEDONNHL for one, up to $100 in uh, matched bonus bets. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Be right back as we continue on talking about the All-Star Game, but this time through the eyes of Oliver Bjorkstrand on this episode of Locked on Kraken. I want to talk about Oliver Bjorkstrand again from his media availability here at um, uh, in Toronto. I'm actually about to leave Toronto, but uh, he spoke to us. He was very gracious with his time. He talked about the Olympics. He talked about his Danish uh, heritage and potentially trying to make the Olympics. And also he answered some questions in Danish for NHL Europe, I guess, uh, NHL Euro or whatever. Um, anyway, I, I did as I mentioned, snip that out just because I'm not able to translate that, at least not yet, but I'm working on some of my language skills. Anyway, um, I want to talk about some of these topics, including is Joey Accord being overused? What is Ron Francis going to do at the trade deadline? Can the Seattle Kraken make a push for the playoffs? Um, so we have a lot to talk about. And I told you at the um, back end in the third segment of this episode. We're also going to talk about the Kansas City Mavericks. We should have time to talk about the Coachella Valley Firebirds this week, so it's going to be a good week. But before we do all of that, I know you really want to hear from the maestro or Ollivander. Some people have been using that nickname. Bjork around find out himself. So here is Oliver Bjorkstrand talking to media immediately after Team McKinnon, unfortunately, got eliminated from the 2024 NHL All-Star Game. Ali, can you talk about the first breakaway and uh, what you thought was a little different on the second one where you got the goal? Yeah, I mean, I missed the first one. I tried Deke and 
figured I'd just shoot it next time, so um, not too much thought into it. I just didn't want to mess it up again. And uh, did you see Bowie on the on the bench? Was he a little bit of a good luck charm for you? Uh, I don't know. He was yeah. He was trying to get my attention a few times, so um, he got it. But I was trying just to focus on the game a little bit. <laughs> no, it's special. Small hockey country. Um, we're always looking to get uh, more guys in the map. Um, and being a part of an all-star game, I think it's uh, a, a good step for uh, Danish hockey. And, you know, the more guys we can get into it, it's, it's better. But um, yeah, little things like this is huge for us. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to see um, we're a country that still has to qualify. So um, we got some work ahead. It's not going to just come uh, out of nowhere. So, um, but you know, if we qualify, it's nice to know that uh, I have a chance to play uh, and represent them. Uh, work, work our butts off. Yeah, we got to work hard. Um, we got to have every line rolling. I think we're a team that really thrives on having all the lines going. And it might be different nights. Other different lines are stepping up. Um, but when we have success in stretches, that's uh, that's, that's when we win games. Do you catch yourself looking at the standings? I mean, the, the Western playoff race doesn't look easy. No. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to look at it and see where you're at. Um, use it as motivation. So we know, uh, you know, we're in the hunt for it. Uh, there's other teams playing good hockey. So, yeah, we got to win games. Yeah, I know. Um, he was playing with a lot of confidence, um, getting ready for every game. I, you know, obviously, it's a really big opportunity for him to get all those games. So, uh, yeah, he took it and ran with it. And, uh, He's a really good goalie, so we know we know how well he can play. Can you just summarize what, what this experience has, has been for you in your first All-Star? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've just been trying to take it all in. Um, didn't really know what to expect with everything, how everything worked, and the events you had to go to and certain things, but um, fairly relaxed weekend. And uh, when you have the certain, um, like the draft or the game here, um, no, I just really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, I'm going to remember this uh, forever. And you talked about work around find out. Yeah. Uh, looks like you put the whole lead on things today. <laughs> yeah, I took a few chances though uh, to, to find out, but uh, yeah, I got goals. Nice persistence. I like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Ali. You're welcome. So that's our all-star Oliver Bjorkstrand. He did mention again Bjork around find out. Ali's so he's just uh, seems like he's a just genuinely nice guy. I I know that um. <laughs> the the whole vacation thing, of course, is talked about a lot. But actually, someone in our lockdown crack and insiders was the first one to put me on notice that the weather in San Diego is not so great. So as you heard Ollie say there, it ended up working out. Um, I just am really proud. I'm really proud that I cover the Seattle Kraken and, and that I cover Oliver Bjorkstrand. I think he put on a great show. Uh, not that I'm saying anyone didn't. I mean, it's an all-star game, you know. Um, but it was cool to see him out there. There were definitely underdog vibes from my observations. I mean, he was effectively picked last. Um, you know, he wasn't out there late in the game. I put on social media that I was actually working my way down, but I did see some of the tweets and then watched kind of how the rest of the game transpired. But Oliver Bjorkstrand was not a liability to Team McKinnon. If anything, they could have relied on him. And there's actually an image. Let me see if I can find it real quick for those watching on YouTube. But, um, you know, I, I, I asked him a little bit early in, in that clip. I, I believe I kept it in, in the edit. So apologies if, if not. But um, I asked him early in the clip about, um, you know, what, what he saw in that first opportunity. Because he had a breakaway. He had a breakaway. And if you look at this image from USA Today, 
uh, it's loading here. Here we go. If you look at this image, I mean, he doesn't miss by much. He hits, you know, the elbow right there between the crossbar and the post. He didn't miss by much, but you, you know, um, he almost had the first breakaway opportunity. I actually thought it did go in. I was kind of practicing my little play-by-play -play voice, which sometimes I do when uh, I just have a game that I can watch without having to, you know, uh, write directly immediately after it or something. And I thought it went in, um, but but it just missed. It just missed. And so, you know, jerk around, find out. Like I said in the interview, hopefully he put some people on notice. We know what we've got in Oliver Bjergstrand, and I guess that's all that really matters. Coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken, going to close the show out, talking about the Kansas City Mavericks, talking about putting a, a league on notice. We're going to talk about how they've been doing. And honestly, if you've been listening to Locked on Kraken, you know I catch up with the Mavericks when they're in Tulsa. And I'm not really surprised. If anything, they've really worked on their consistency, which was sometimes missing in the early part of the season. We'll get into all of that and more in today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Now, happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like most, the Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football, snacks, and possibly placing some super bets. Now, uh, there's not a shortage of bets, especially leaning into the Super Bowl, but you can now, you can bet on, of course, who's going to win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also has bets on which player will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. So new customers, if you join today, you'll get a $200 um, value in bonus bets if your first bet of at least $5, at least, so you can bet more than $5. If you get a bet of $5 or more that wins, you get $200 in bonus bets. So visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com backslash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the National Football All right, Seattle hockey fans, we talked about Oliver Bjergstrand. We know our guys are getting some much-needed rest. But as Ali said in his comments after the, the loss by Team McKinnon, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and it's going to take really playing a team game. Ali knows how the team plays best. We talk about it here on Locked on Kraken all of the time. But, but we have a, a few days at least to get back into the swing of things and have the Kraken hit the ice for practice again. But in the meantime, in between time, it's a Monday. So we're going to focus on the Kansas City Mavericks. Now the Kansas City Mavericks right now are 32-8-2. and two. That's our ECHL affiliate in Kansas City. They're actually in Missouri. Kansas. We're already in Kansas. So the Kansas City Mavericks, that's our ECHL affiliate. Again, they're 32-8-2. and two. They were the second team in the ECHL to win 30 games and reach the 30 win mark this season. There's now three teams, the Kansas City Mavericks, though, the only one in the Western Conference to win 30 games. So we're sitting at the top of the table in the West. And, and the other day, Jeremy McKinnon scored a hat trick. That's the first hat trick by a Mavericks player this season. And, um, you know, it is really amazing to see how, how these guys are performing, especially offensively. They really do a great job checking. 
I love watching them. I love t- talking to general manager and head coach Tad O'Had about possession. He knows how important that is. He talks a lot about face-offs and the importance of being good at the dot. Max Andreev, who we've had on the podcast, especially as a bonus content for the Locked on Kraken Insiders, he's talked about the importance of face-offs. But when you look at our team, Patrick Curry, he is third overall in the ECHL with 50 points. And of those 50 points, 20 are goals. So out of goal scorers, he's eighth in the ECHL right now. And Max Andrea, who, again, has been on the program before, he has 31 assists. That's good for top five in the ECHL. So we're getting it done offensively. There are times where, you know, I have questions maybe about goaltending and defense, but a part of that is just because we've seen that what the needs of the Kraken thus impact the needs of the Firebirds, which then impacts who is available for the Mavericks. So some of that, I think, especially on the goaltending side, is just because of the inconsistencies at the top and the need for fresh and healthy bodies throughout the system. But I'm curious to see how the team really leans in defensively as we start marching towards the playoffs. So we know that the Kansas City Mavericks are in a good way right now. They've struggled early on. We've talked about that on this show. But, um, you know, uh, they have some games coming up here. And I want you to tap in. I will, of, of course, on Mondays, at least on Mondays, tap in and talk about the Mavericks. But on uh, well, the day I'm recording, they're actually playing the Wichita Thunder. So we'll, I'll have you, I'll give you an update next week on that. But on Wednesday, they play the Fort Wayne Comets. They're hosting the Comets. And then they're out um, to the Rapid City Rush um, on Friday. And then they wrap up the weekend uh, with another game against the Rapid City Rush before coming back to, wouldn't you know, Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I'll have you on that. Uh, (laughs) It's actually the Valentine's Day game. So that's on a Wednesday at BOK Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I am expecting to be in town for that. So you'll get a little bit more from the Kansas City Mavericks live. And I love talking to Tad O'Had. He's a great hockey mind. He's very generous with his time and kind of with his thinking. And so I just like talking to hockey people that like talking hockey. You know, I think they know, and I know at least enough hockey, but it's also cool to learn different phrases on how to say things or, cause those kind of things are always evolving. I mean, I'll also cover basketball and, you know, there's a little bit of a difference between the pick and roll, the pick and pop and all of these things. And so when you talk to coaches a lot, you get to learn a lot of that. So I'm looking forward to talking to some of the guys and let me know in the comments on YouTube or on social media, are there any players from the Kansas city Mavericks that I haven't spoken to that you want to hear from, or is there something that you want to know about the system, the feeder system between the Mavericks and the firebirds and the crack because I'll have Tad and I can always tap in and talk about some other people as well. I know one of my Locked on Kraken insiders asked me about Jessica Campbell and the role that she's set to play with the PWHL Ottawa team. Now, if you know, I've been reporting on this for a little while here on, on Locked on Kraken, and I had an inkling that we might be marching towards Jessica participating. Um, you know, I don't think that this would mean that it, it's anything that should take her away 
from the Coachella Valley Firebirds, but I just know from our conversations, our formal interviews, and just some of our informal conversations, that she is very passionate about women's hockey, as I am. And that's where she comes from. She's played with a lot of these players. So to see her get involved is pretty cool. But I'm going to do some recon on that, see if we can't catch up with Jessica again. And that will be some more PWHL coverage. But if you want to know more about the PWHL at the All-Star Weekend, make sure you're checking out Locked on NHL on our YouTube shorts. I have some interviews that I'm going to be putting up there. And if you want the longer form interviews, then go to Black Rosie Media because I'll give you everything over there. And you'll probably get it over there first. All right, everyone. I'm going to get ready for my flight here. Again, I recorded this on a Sunday, so I don't have the score for you yet for the Kansas City Mavericks, but we'll talk about it on the next episode. You know how we always end these shows. Please be kind to yourselves. Be kind to one another. I also want to add thank you. Thank you so much for those who are everydayers, who are OGers. If you're listening and watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite audio platform, which might be Sirius SXM, which of course you can listen to the cracking games there as well. But it's really great to hear from the community. It's really great to get your insight and feedback. I, I love it when you come and say hi. If you come and if you see me around a rink somewhere, please do come say hi. Make sure you tell me your name as well, because I don't always connect names and handles of people who comment regularly. So I want to make sure. I shout out those, especially who are always uh, communicating via the comments. But hey, I'm happy to take a photo. If you have any questions that you want to ask me, just let me know. Uh, you know, make sure you say hi, tell me your name, and I'm happy to chat with you. But I just wanted to say a heartfelt thank you. I, I hope that I'm, I um, express my gratitude on every episode, but I wanted to take an extra special time out to just say thank you. Your positivity, your curiosity, and your support really fuels me. It's not an easy job. As you can see, I'm always traveling. I'm always bopping around. I've been on the road or away from my home for over a month now. I'm so excited to get to Tulsa. And I'm also excited Kansas City is coming back to Tulsa. So next time you see me, I should be in headquarters back in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So you'll see our traditional backdrop with some more crack and flair. But um, until then, we're so proud of Oliver Bjergstrand. Check out some of the content that I'll have. Unlocked on NHL from the overall weekend. And when it's time for our guys to hit the ice, we'll be ready because we hold fast, we stay true, and we say loud and proud and with our whole chest. Let's go crack it. And catch you in the next episode. Peace.